My name is Dwayne Default, and welcome to Selling SaaS, a daily podcast that's built to get you quick hits of the best advice from the top experts for go-to-market strategies, sales, and product-led growth. The goal of this podcast is to help you learn more, get better, and execute in 10 minutes or less. Now let's get into today's episode. I really appreciate you taking the time to be here, you know, and we'll get into a lot of stuff because you know, we spent 20 plus minutes talking before we started recording. But why don't, you know, you give a little bit of the audience some background, introduce who you are, and we'll just kind of go from there. Yeah, sure thing. So I'm currently the co-founder of The Practice Lab. Leading up to starting the practice lab, I was in sales for 10 years, about five of those in like B2B SaaS sales. And what really led to the starting of the practice lab is the fact that throughout all of that time as a seller, I was had a voracious appetite for learning, right? Reading books, podcasts, scrolling LinkedIn for advice, all of it. And the more time went by, the more I just started to notice the gap between the things I knew in my head I should be doing and the things I actually had the skill set needed to pull off on a real call. Right. I literally read Gap Selling by Keenan three times in a row. It was so good. And I just wanted to keep absorbing all that knowledge. And then I would hop on my calls and I'd be like, wow, that went like the same as they used to go before I read Gap Selling. Like nothing's really changing because in the heat of the moment, right, your brain isn't operating as well as it could otherwise be because you're stressed, you're tense, pressure's on, stakes are high. You don't have a lot of time to think through things. In that environment, you tend to just default to what you know best and what you've always done. So I started to notice this gap between what I knew and what I could actually do. And then really what, what led to the creation of the business was when I was onboarding at my last role as an account executive at a cybersecurity company, I would spend my mornings, as anyone does who's onboarding, watching training videos. And they were training us on really good stuff. And then I'd spend my afternoons, at least part of the afternoon, watching recordings in Gong of my actual peers and what they were saying on real calls. There was almost no overlap. Like all the great questions we were being trained on weren't showing up in the call. All the really effective ways to handle pricing questions in the first call weren't happening, right? All the advice on how to handle negotiations wasn't happening, like almost no overlap. So it kind of reminded me of that gap between understanding and having the skill set to pull it off. And serendipitously, at the same time, I started reading a book called Peak. And then right after that, a book called The Talent Code. Both those books are by researchers who spent decades studying top performers across a variety of disciplines, right? From music to theater to acting to gymnastics. And in every one of those disciplines, they recognize the gap between understanding the theory and having the skill set to pull it off in performance time. And in every one of those disciplines, they use regular, focused, deliberate practice to close the gap between what people know and what they can actually do. And I went, well, well shit. Duh, that makes so much sense. It's so obvious. Anyone who's ever practiced anything from music to sports and theater knows the value of practice. And yet for some reason in sales, it's just gone. It's assumed that all you need to do is understand the theory and that's all you need. Now you can go do it in a call. Well, it's interesting because, so you mentioned all of the sports. And I think that's one reason why, two things. I think that's one reason why we find so many cliche references and analogies from sports because it's a very good reference for practice. But then the, the other side of it, I also think that's one reason why we find more successful people coming from a sports background, not any particular type of sport or anything. And I, I'm afraid to use sport as the only reference here, but like the idealistic version of sports, I think that's one reason why we find that people from that background tend to have more success because they have that ingrained into their psyche or into their mindset of what good looks like because when they were 
playing tennis, playing football, swim team, gymnastics, it was 99% practice and 1% delivery. Whereas when you run into situations where you have sales reps, sales individuals, sales professionals that didn't come from that background, they tend to struggle more when it comes to the application, kind of like what you were saying, that gap of what you knew versus what was happening. In, in the practice lab, where do you find people having the most success? Like, are they, and this is more of like a demographic question, I guess, like, is there a certain background that you found that people have that are successful or is there kind of a framework that people can apply regardless to have more success in sales? Like, is there anything like that that you found? I don't know if I've noticed that, you know, the truth is even folks who aren't like, you know, hardcore athletes, most folks have practiced something in their life, right? Whether it was learning piano as a kid or whether it was sports in high school or whether it was, you know, even drama club in college, most folks have done something that involves practice. So I don't know if the background has stood out too strongly, you know, with the success in the program. What I think is a real strong predictor, though, is the, I guess, the hunger to improve and the willingness to go through uncomfortable stuff in order to improve, right? Most reps know what role play is. Most reps at some point in their career have had the opportunity to role play, and most reps have absolutely hated it. And, you know, part of that is how the role play is structured, and we can talk about, about that later. But part of it also is because... A lot of reps don't feel that hunger to get better. A lot of reps think I'm already good enough. I just need more pipeline, right? I'm already know what I'm doing. I've been doing this for 20 years. I don't need to get better. Some reps want to get better, but their sense of self-worth is on the line. They don't want to try something new and feel like a fool. They'd rather do something that they've done a million times before and makes them feel comfortable and competent rather than trying on something new that makes them feel like an idiot because they've never done it before. It's a new motion. So it's like, it's the hunger and the desire to get better coupled with the willingness to go through the uncomfortable experience of looking like a fool, feeling like an idiot, stumbling, making mistakes right in front of a practice partner. If you have those two things, you're going to do fine in practice, right? We found, and certainly a lot of folks do have a background in sports and maybe there's a correlation there. I'm not quite seeing, but yeah, the thing that we really look for is hunger to get better, willingness to get uncomfortable. You got those two things. You're going to do great with practice. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Selling SaaS Podcast. And if you got value from today, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget, we'll be here for you tomorrow so you can learn, grow, and execute in 10 minutes or less.